then like it starts recording and yeah. then like so kind of like what we're doing right now yeah that's exactly what yeah. we're doing right now all right welcome to another episode of track and field we're pa- back yeah we're back we're we're back on that weekly grind you know yep we we, we got our we got our shit together and <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately i don't know how long this will last because we are around exam season also it's almost spring break yeah i mean so I know I won't be able to be here unless you want to do a solo cast, which uh, I, don't, I don't know how you feel about that. It's a little difficult in yeah. my experience. You kind of need to like either have a list of like stuff and know what you were kind of what you want to say or kind of like script it out. Yeah. And then it just kind of feels like. what What's the term? Unauthentic? Not authentic? I don't know what the term is. Pretty sure it's inauthentic. Inauthentic. What, what about out authentic? No, that's <laughs> definitely not right. <laughs> All right. Well, we have a lot of stuff to talk about on the track, but inversely, we don't have a lot on the soccer side. Yeah. I mean, if you want, we can just get that out of the way real quick. Yeah, I think we should since I, it, it feels kind of weird to like sneak something in at the end, you yeah. know? So, I get what you mean. Yeah. So let's start with that. So... There's a pretty big news story. I mean, it's been a slow news week, in all honesty, but yeah. there's a pretty big one coming out. You want to lead us through that? So, um, a Brentford player, Ivan Tony, who's like their top goal scorer, talisman, like basically scores the vast majority of their goals. Their star. Yeah, their star player who has, like, who was snubbed from England for a while. And um, so basically, he has been charged with, I believe it's 262 uh, accounts of, like, um, I'm not even sure what the charges were, but, like... It was, like, sports betting yeah, or something like that, because they aren't allowed to bet on their own matches, right? Yeah. Or at all? Uh, I'm not sure if they're allowed to bet at all. I have no idea about that. Uh-huh. But, you know, he was... Uh, or he just pleaded guilty to all 262 <laughs> accounts, Yeah. which, pretty crazy... Um, and I just like, why would you, how does it get that <laughs> high? How, how do you, how do you reach 262 accounts of like, or I don't even because know. Because he hasn't made it big yet. And you know what they say? Most people quit before they hit it big. That's true. And he's, he, he's a star soccer player in England. He's got money, yeah. you know? So it, it's not like he doesn't have the money to spend for sports gambling. Yeah. I mean, He's kind of just trying to one-up uh, Man City, I feel, with the number of counts brought against him for something. Well, these allegations were actually first brought out before the Man City ones were. It's just there. He pleaded guilty now. Is, yeah. That's the only advancement we've got from this story. Yeah. That's that, that's fantastic. Well, you can only lose 100% of the money that you have, but you can gain an infinite percentage <laughs> of money. So statistically, you're bound to win at some point. Exactly. How much are you going to win? That's up to you. But, you know, this uh, podcast is brought to you by Bits. No, it is not. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> no, absolutely not. No, I would rather stop recording this podcast and get a betting sponsorship. No, we are yet to get our first sponsorship yet. I don't think we're going to get one, but you know what? That's fine. We're for the people. Exactly. <laughs> we're for the people. Uh, in other news, uh, I think I read an article this morning about... Uh, the Todd Bowley and the other co-owner of Chelsea now, they're I think they're pushing to just 
demolish Stamford Bridge and rebuild. Yeah, I heard about that. Which, yeah, okay. There's a little bit of a debate around this. Uh, obviously, Stamford Bridge is in a very protected area with some historical buildings and such. So mm-hmm. it would be really weird to try to... It's hard to, I don't know, expand, renovate, whatever. Yeah. And Stamford Bridge is... It needs some love. <laughs> as much as I as much as I love Stamford Bridge, um, it's old and it's small. Yeah, it's definitely way too small for the club. Yeah, like, I mean, it has it's it's one of the smaller things in general, right? Yeah. And well, for a club of Chelsea's size, for yeah. a club that has two Champions League titles, yeah, and is consistently well, apart from this season, a top a top of the table performer, mm-hmm. it's not something you want to see. Yeah, because I mean, I, th- um, I think it's around forty thousand seats in Stamford Bridge, which like it sounds like a lot. It does, but then you see clubs like Stuttgart in Germany <laughs> have like forty-seven thousand seater stadiums. Yeah, and yeah. they're a yo-yo club. So <laughs> a yo-yo club. Yeah, it means they get uh, promoted and relegated a lot. Uh. Oh, I see. So like, like Chelsea's gonna be no. <laughs> they're too good for the Zweite Bundesliga, but they're not good enough for the Erste Bundesliga. Like Schalke no fear. Well, Schalke have only become a yo-yo club in recent years. Yeah, it's because of horrible mismanagement. Mm. And you love to see that. I do. <laughs> I'm no always, shame. I'm always preying on their downfall. Absolutely no shame. Yeah. Ever. Uh, that's pretty much about it. I mean, there's some news. Apparently, Lautaro Martinez, the goat from Argentina, mm. will not be leaving Chelsea. I mean, not Chelsea, uh, Inter Milan. Yeah. My bad. So, apparently, he's locked in. Uh, Chelsea is currently or- looking at another striker from Man City with a $98 million, uh, like, payout fee or something. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah, I don't remember who it was. I can tell you who it's not. It's probably not Holland. Is it uh, Julian Alvarez? I didn't read the article, I'll be honest with you. I woke up, I saw the headline, and I was like, I'm way too tired to deal with this. <laughs> I'm dealing with stupid bum-ass trades in other sports right now. I can't yeah. focus on this. We won't get into that. Hockey trade deadline going uh, crazy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's a lot. But that's hockey. And yeah. I think as we said last episode, <laughs> we're not track field and ice. That's true. So We could be. We could be, but that's a lot to handle. It is. And we're still trying to figure out what we want to do here. Yeah. So, all right. So should we make the switch over to track? Or well, I just want to get my Dortmund segment out oh, of the way. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, So what was it? This past weekend, they played against Hoffenheim. They beat them 1-0 at, uh, off of another Julian Brandt goal, who's like one of the most informed players in the entire Bundesliga right now, um, which has like in turn made Dortmund one of the most informed teams in the Bundesliga and uh, Europe as a whole, and which I'm super psyched about. Um, it should have been more than one. Like Dortmund could have had more goals, um, but you know, imagine to the point where you could say, "Oh yeah, we we could have won by a lot more," but you know, it's whatever. Be happy that you're winning, asshole. I am happy that we're winning. I'm just saying that we could have scored more and against better teams, i.e. we play Leipzig on tomorrow, actually. So Friday, the 4th of March. 
We play Leipzig tomorrow. They're a much better team. And if we don't put away the chances that we didn't put away against Hoffenheim, then we're most likely going to lose against Leipzig. This is insane. What How is I'm it insane? From you. How? Anyways. Anyways. No, is but I was just, just going to say that the Leipzig challenge tomorrow will, I think, be a key game for the season or for how the end of the season ends up uh, for Dortmund. Because I think keeping this streak alive that they have to the start of the year is the only way that they're going to catch Bayern Munich. Because, you know, this past weekend, Bayern played against Union Berlin, who Berlin, uh, Bayern, and Dortmund were all tied on points going into the start of the match day. And then, you know, they blow out Union Berlin, and it's like 3-0 after 30 minutes. Hmm. And so, you know, the only way that Dortmund can keep pace or even get ahead of Bayern is if they continue this streak. And Leipzig is going to do everything they can to throw a wrench in that. Yes, because there's three constants in life. Death, taxes, and Bayern Munich winning the Bundesliga. Yeah. And, and Dortmund ch- ch- uh, choking it somehow. Yeah, I know, because they just they phone in performances during like the worst time. They're just like allergic to yeah. uh, completing the two. I don't know what the term is. The opposite of fumbling the bag. I don't know. I had a... Let's just move on. Yeah. Let's just move on. Yeah. Nothing really to report from my side. We lost to Tottenham. Eh. Inter, I think we also lost, which pretty much uh, we're out of the title race. I, I, I'm willing to do that. Shut race. up. Shut up. You know what? Dortmund's not winning. Okay. Fuck you. Timo yeah. Werner is going to kick your ass. <laughs> Watch him be at Salzburg and not <laughs> Leipzig. Do, do you know which one he's at? He's at one of the Red Bulls. He's at Leipzig. Okay. Thank God. Oh, boy. Uh, but yeah, speaking of uh, Red Bull teams, Red mm-hmm. Bull looking like the favorites once again to against every fiber in my body to say that phrase. Well, I mean, it makes sense when they have Max Verstappen and look, Chico w- Pettis. Look, 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 look. Just because you can have a great driver doesn't mean you necessarily are going to be the favorites. Because look, Lewis Hamilton arguably the best driver in the current generation of cars, right? Mm-hmm. He had to drive, in in his team principal's words, a shitbox last year in the Mercedes, and he didn't win a single race. Mm-hmm. So it's a combination of the driver and the car. And unfortunately for my well-being, Red Bull has good good both. They're well, both they're good on both ends. Yeah, I'm saying, you know, Max Verstappen is a part of Red Bull. Red Bull won both the uh, creators or whatever. The drivers the and the drivers constructors. And the constructors championship from last year. So what makes you think that they wouldn't be favorites again this year? Because I don't want them to. Yeah, exactly. Because here's the thing. Red Bull won the 2021 championship, uh, driver's championship. But Mercedes won the the constructors. There was a chain... That there was a huge thing of like regula- regulation changes, so the cars were completely different and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it turned out that Ferrari was actually the team to beat uh, last year at this time. So, you know, things can change. I still think they're the favorites, but I have to speak logistically here because otherwise, this is just going to be a really bad roller coaster ride for my coverage of this half of the podcast. <laughs> 
But there's a lot of interesting stories. Uh, I want to preface everything by saying we've only had three days of winter testing, which is it gives a lot of data mm-hmm. and it sets a lot of expectations. But at the same time, it's still winter testing. Yeah, it's it's not truly representative. They're not racing. A lot of things can change on race days. Things are different from day to day. I'm kind of repeating myself, but you, you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So it's important to take a lot of these with at least like a. Not a grain of salt, but like half like a salt shaker, I would say, is a decent amount. Yeah. Like something to base your opinions on, but nothing to really like grapple on with, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I think you mentioned this last episode. They're not showing the full capability of their cars and for good reason. Yes. So, you know, making judgments at this point in the season before even the first race has like started is just like, you know err on the side of caution well it's funny you mention that because i had an idea for a segment have you heard of 90 50 10 predictions no so basically what this is you make three predictions one that you think is 90 percent gonna happen mm-hmm. one that's 50 percent that's gonna happen and one that's 10 percent gonna happen okay so it's just a fun little thing to do and i would say we're gonna check back on it and see how it is at the end of the season but realistically i think we're gonna forget so yeah. we should probably write it down or we can just say, you know, fuck a ball and figure it out. I'll open a note. Right, on I'm going to stall while you open this up. So I'll start with my 90, 50, 10. I'm going to start with the 90, uh, 90% Ferrari screws up on the logistics side somehow. Uh, this is a consistent issue with them. That's plagued them several years when Fernando Alonso was on the team, when, Sebastian Vettel was on the team, and now last year with uh, Charles Leclerc. Uh, I think, yeah, it's just a common issue for them, and it's kind of a meme at this point. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter that they have a new team principal. I, you, you can take, okay, you can take the driver out of the car, but but you can't take the car out of the driver. Yes, but that was a really <laughs> stupid way of using that analogy. I don't know what I was thinking. No, no, I, I get, you what, get you what I'm mean. saying. Yeah. Like you, you can, you can, uh, you can paint a house a different color, but if it's still unstructurally sound, it's still gonna fall over. You basically. can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a pig. Allegedly. Allegedly. What do you mean by that? All right, fifty percent. Uh. You know, I said I had a segment prepared. I didn't really have many. <laughs> I didn't really think past <laughs> the 90 and the 10. So 50 is obviously, you know, half and half chance. You know, yeah. it might happen. It might not happen. Uh, I'm going to say 50% chance that... <laughs> 50% chance that... It's something that I think can happen, but also cannot happen, you know? Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to stall while I think through. No, no, this. no, I definitely get what you mean. And while you're doing this, I'm trying to think of yeah, my predictions. Yeah, I'm stalling for you too, definitely. Considering the fact that I know nothing about F1, <laughs> these will be very interesting and most likely very wrong. Yes, which I'm okay with though. Yeah, and then that's the fun part, you know. We have someone who's informed and someone who knows jack shit. Exactly. So yeah, okay, fifty percent. There is major drama between the between Oscar P no 50% there's major drama between the two drivers of Alpine between Pierre Gasly and Estimate Ocon. Uh, I'm going to write this down. Uh, okay. Drama, big drama between B. 
between Ocon and Gasly. And what makes you think that there would be this drama? So, fun fact, uh, Esteban Ocon and Pierre Gasly have been racing against each other for years, and they had a bitter rivalry in, like, karting and when they were younger. Mm-hmm. And it's still kind of extended to their, like, early days in F1 as well. Like, they did not like each other at all. They went to the point of cropping photos where they were both in it to where one person wasn't in it. That's so funny. I am not joking. It is some, like, middle school type beat that shit. That is hilarious. Oh, but my gosh. Th- they don't like each other, but now they're on the same team. So maybe if there's, like, an incident that involves the two of them, I mean, Esteban Ocon has a... Uh, how do we say this? A history of dive bombing his own teammates and causing a crash between the both of them. Hmm. It happened with Fernando Alonso. It happened with, I think, no. Did it? No. It happened with Daniel Ricardo, I'm pretty sure. And I believe it also happened with, what's his name? Oh my God. I know this. I know this. I forget. It's one other. Oh, Checo. When, mm. when they were partners, I believe they were partners. I should really remember this, but he doesn't have a really clean track record, shall we say. Ah, track record. Ah, <laughs> ah I didn't even real. Oh, my <laughs> God. All right. Uh, 10%. You know what? Fernando Alonso wins. No. Yes, Fernan- Fernando Alonso wins a race. No. Wait, wins a single race? No, hold on. Okay. Hold on. Let me think about this. Let me think about this. Ten percent. Aston Martin is in no. Because Aston Martin's actually like decent this year. Yeah. Ten uh, percent chance that this is probably not going to happen, but it'd be really funny if it did. Uh, Carlos Sainz is no, because then I'd be dissing my favorite driver if I did that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I may try say to Carlos be unbiased. Sainz wins drivers championship. <laughs> no, I can't do that to my man. Ten uh, percent chance McLaren has a good season. What do you define as a good season? I mean, <laughs> how do I say this? Is it a good season in general or a good season for McLaren? In general. Okay. Uh, we'll get more into this in a bit after we finish up your predictions, but let's just say everyone in that garage is currently unhappy. And why is that? Well, I'll explain that after your 90-50-10. Okay. So my 90... Let's see. What would my 90% prediction be? Based on your very apparent knowledge of a sport, what do you think is most definitely going to happen? There's going to be a major crash on the first race day. A major? That's very specific. Yeah. For 90%? Yeah. No, I'll, I'll make that my 50. That's my 50. 50? Yeah. 50%. I was going to say, you could do a major crash as a 90 there's like major crash in general yeah like over the because entire you're, you're season just, okay i shouldn't be influencing your opinions <laughs> but what i'm thinking is uh you're being very specific for something that you think is definitely gonna happen yeah so either you i respect your mentality of this or you're just stupid <laughs> which and i know this because i i do this shit all the time <laughs> so so I'll do just major crash, at least one major crash okay. over the course of the entire season. We can hope it doesn't idea. happen. Yes, we hope it doesn't happen. But these cars are very safe. I mean, Jogon Yu survived that huge ass crash and was yeah. totally fine at Silverstone last year. Yeah, I've seen clips of that. It was just crazy. Yes. 
Okay. 50%. Um, I'd say 50% Verstappen wins Drivers' Championship again. You mean Red Bull? Well, specifically Verstappen wins Driver. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Would you think that would be higher? I would have think that would have been a 90, to be honest. He's still in form. And he's still... the. In other drivers' words, the the driver to beat, you know, he he he's really scary, man. Yeah, even though he he's Dutch, how can he be scary? I hate the Dutch, <laughs> bro. They're gonna like trade away all your credibility. That's true. I don't know what I just said. I don't know either. Um, <laughs> but I just agreed with it because I wanted to get things moving. Yeah. Um, ten percent. What do I think is 10% likely to happen? 10% chance that I get both of these predictions correct. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. Uh, um, personally, I would say it's a bit higher than 10%. I would think so as well. Um, 10%. Uh, well, actually, no. I'm going to change my 50% the, to Verstappen does not win driver. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I like that. Um, no, no, this 10% could be like a really fun one like oh Williams is like third in the constructors championship <laughs> just some dumb shit yeah um let's see Yuki Tsunoda places top 10 huh interesting now are you saying that because you're pulling a random driver out of your ass <laughs> that's exactly why I'm saying it I mean I don't I don't remember, but I don't think he was top 10 last season. I don't remember if he was last season, so maybe. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, do that. That's funny. Okay. So, Yuki Tsunoda, there's a 10% chance that he makes it in top 10 uh, drivers at the end of the season. So, mm. like, after he's accumulated all of his points. So, when we definitely remember to... No, look back on these, and you definitely don't accidentally delete this file from your phone. I'm not going to delete it because I never delete notes that I make. Oh, my God. I, how many, like, trash notes do you just have laying around that you have never opened in, like, years? Uh, I don't know. Oh, that, <laughs> that was a really weird question. Anyways, while you're doing that, I guess I'll start talking about news coming out from winter testing. Mm -hmm. So, the obvious one, Red Bull is still... Red Bull, they the RB19, I believe that's the car they're currently running. Just looks just looks scary. Max Verstappen still looks like a champion. It's I I'm mm, it takes every fiber of my being to say this. And I'm saying with like full hatred. I really hate that I'm complimenting them. Yeah. It feels wrong. I get what you mean. It feels wrong. That stupid ass energy drink company. By the way, I am not kidding when I say I will not drink a Red Bull because of the racing team that's i have good. had one and that's because it was free and i was tired as hell what's this it's yuki sunoda's stats from 2021 he placed 14th yeah but then again last year uh the alfatari was kind of dog shit <laughs> 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 to use a very how do we say juvenile term <laughs> it was not a good car it was not good at oh, all it'll be better this season no yes no i don't want it to it'll be, be so good that yuki sunoda will get no. You know what's P10. funny? I think his teammate, Nick DeFries, which I'll get into in a bit, might actually beat him. Fun fact. Well, then they'll go 9 and 10. Mm. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> but going back to expectations, not expectations, just news from winter testing. 
Uh, Ferrari still looks comfortably in second. You know, I expected more, but then against winter testing, so I don't really look into it. Uh, Mercedes are not happy with their current car. Mm -hmm. uh, Lewis Hamilton says they will not be fighting for the top immediately. Uh, McLaren, the MCL 60, is supposedly the upgrades that are being introduced at the Azerbaijan Grand Prix in Baku mm -hmm. are... In Lando Norris, one of their drivers' words, what they should have started the season off with. Mm. The engineers are not happy with it. The drivers are not happy with it. It is kind of a disastrous start for the Orange Racing Team. And yeah. How far into the season is Baku? I believe. Ooh, that's a good question. It's near the beginning. Okay. It's not. I, I think. I don't know if you'd consider it a desert race or not. Because. I don't know where Azerbaijan I is. I don't think so. <laughs> Azerbaijan oh, no. is um I don't I don't know if this helps, but it's near Armenia. Mm, so it's it's not where like Saudi Arabia no. and okay, so I wouldn't consider it a desert race. I mean if you want to go by uh country reputation, maybe. But <laughs> uh yeah, no, that's not a desert race. No. I, I wouldn't categorize it with them. Plus, the, the circuit isn't complete terrible. Not It's not. It is not completely terrible. You know, the topics may change every week, but my failure to speak my primary language does not It's change. okay. It's not okay. It's fine. It's really not, because it doesn't help the image of our podcast, and it makes us go on side tangents like this. Yeah, but, like, you'll get more practice as you go on. I've had practice for 19 years, Alex, and I'm still <laughs> screwing up yeah, basic grammar. Yeah, you've never grammar. had practice in front of a microphone, though. Oh, my God. We've been doing this for seven weeks. Well, seven episodes. That's different from seven weeks. Is it? Because we record... Because seven episodes... One episode is one week, right? Yeah, but we started this back in fall term. Yeah, that was like our first episode. So every episode has been one week. So if we've done seven episodes, it means we've done seven weeks. Right? <laughs> what? Sure. <laughs> I, I feel like our last two brain cells are just hitting. They're like on it like a collision course. Yeah. But they just missed. And we just didn't know what to say. Yeah. For a solid five minutes there. You know what we should say? We should say stuff that's back relevant to the topic. <laughs> yes, we, we should. I, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, I think the... One of the bigger news stories, though, because uh, I don't think there's really much to cover for the rest of the pack. I mean, it's just them, you know? Yeah. Uh, Aston Martin is actually fast. Really? This, okay, for context, Aston Martin has been a bottle, bottle, Jesus, bottom of the table team yeah. for the past two seasons, which is the past two, which is two out of the three seasons they've been in existence. The first year was... In, like, the early heydays of F1. Yeah. Which doesn't really matter, but it doesn't really matter for this topic. But this this car looks, it looks scary. I don't know. And Carlos Sainz had the teams competing for the top of the table right now. Mm -hmm. Red Bull, Ferrari, Aston Martin. Dang. Which is insane. Uh, Fernando Alonso was putting in... I don't want to say unbelievable times because he was still like what fourth, fifth. He was second at one point. Yeah. But for Nassan Martin, that's had like soapboxes for the past two years and suddenly has a rocket ship. 
oh my god obviously we don't know if this is just if uh for, because of fernando alonso who is a very tenor driver i mean he's won the driver's championship mm-hmm. he's braced on several teams i'm thinking about it so many uh he has a history and he's a very experienced driver his teammate was actually unable to participate in winter testing mm. he was involved in some sort of bike accident which put him out of commission for a bit so they had to have one of their res- junior reserve drivers mm-hmm. go in instead in fact there was a rumor for a bit that sebastian vettel was gonna drive in his place oh wow which <laughs> would have been super funny uh I made like a stupid bet with my friends. I was like, if he does, if he races, I'll do like, I don't know. I was going to like buy a jersey or something, which is unrelated. But yeah, that's not happening. So my bank account is fine for now. That's good. Uh, <laughs> maybe. It depends on how you look at it. But yeah, Aston Martin, the green machine. I, I had a rhyme in my mind. That kind of rhymed. Not really. Right, mind. I see it. I see it. I see it. That's all that matters. It's hard when you're the when one. Is this how you feel? You felt in the beginning talking about soccer. Yeah, uh, you do kind of have to carry the conversation a bit. Yeah, I'm trying my best. Um, I think smooth trip over. My God. Take a second. Yep. Breathe. Viewers at home, or not viewers, listeners at home, you can also take a breath with us. In through your nose. Hold for three three seconds. One, two, three. Out through the mouth for five. You did not follow that breathing procedure. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Moving on, I think expectations for this race are teams to watch, rather. Things to watch for, I think, is the proper term that I want to go with. Mm -hmm. Uh, Red Bull Ferrari. How do they match up? You know, Ferrari has a much different looking car. They introduced a unique kind of, they call it an S duct on their side pods. Okay. Uh, no other team has it has it uh, replicated. Uh, can it beat the Red Bull 19? We don't know. So it'll be interesting to see how they compare. Uh, I think another thing to look for is Aston Martin, as I've already said. Yep. Fernando Alonso is putting on big times, but was that just because it's him? Is it the car? Will Lance Stroll do really well? I mean, we don't know. He, I think he's had one pole position in his entire career. He's a very mid t- mid tier driver. Only reason he sells the spots because his dad owns Aston Martin. Uh, Nepotism. Yeah, we love we, that. We love that. Uh, another thing to look for: Logan Sargent, uh, William's second driver, kind of got flown under the radar in our conversations. Uh, he's the first American driver in, I believe, over twenty years. Let's go. So, <laughs> what is a kilometer? <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> so, I don't know if that picked up. I think it did. Did it spill? No, it did not spill. Thankfully. Okay. So he he was shouting, "What is a kilometer?" As we do as Americans, you know, we wake up, we say, "What is a kilometer?" And then we curse the British for existing. And then he knocked over his water bottle, which I thought spilled for a second. It did not spill, thankfully. Yeah. So, that was fun. But yeah. It'll be interesting to see how he does. Uh, I think his entire like introduction or just, I think just him in general has been overlooked in the grand scheme of things because there's so many things going on yeah. right now. So it'll be interesting to see how he does. I hope he does well. Uh, there's that. 
And which team is he on? He's on Williams. He's on Williams. Okay. So perhaps not the best team to uh, represent what he's capable of. I got an article from The Athletic, who now has an F1 division, by wow. the way. So I can finally uh, read articles from them about that. Nice. They nice. say that they are positive about this year. But then again, is that just PR? Because they've said that, I think, every year for the past several years. Yeah, I mean, are you going to go up to a reporter and say, actually, no, I think we're going to suck this year. Uh, McLaren has this year. <laughs> they, they, when I, I cannot properly, without getting the sources up, which I probably should, but I'm not going to because I'm lazy. And I Fair. it's kind of a hassle, honestly, because it's I, I use Twitter to Just get paraphrase. the info. Because I, I follow this account that has a lot of, that links a lot of, resources of like news yep. for surrounding f1 the issue is some of the articles not in english mm. the second problem there's a lot of news lately so it'd take a while to scroll and you just hear a bunch of like dead silence <laughs> so maybe this is a sign that i should prepare these things in advance so i can pull them up instead nah nah why would i do that nope that doesn't make sense exactly it never and it never will make sense. Exactly. Because what's professionalism when compared to authentic, real, authentic experiences? Yeah. Because that's what we do here. We're for the people. Exactly. For the people. Uh, speaking of for the people, for the rookies, mm -hmm. uh, we got we got a couple of rookies. Like, as I said, Logan Sargent on Williams, uh, Nick DeFries over on AlphaTari. Uh, it's weird to call him a rookie because he's on the older side of the grid, honestly. He's been racing in Formula E and Formula 2 for the mm -hmm. past couple of years. Uh, he's a world champion in those circuits. He's he's more than capable of a, being a driver, but it's taken him this long is is the entire thing. Uh, he's Dutch, which... Boo. boo but I kind of, I don't know, I kind of like him for some reason. He had a phenomenal drive last year. So what happened was at the Italian Grand Prix... I believe it was right. I don't remember what caused it, but Alex Albon, who drives for Williams, mm -hmm. was unable to race due to some health problems or health conditions. He was getting surgery or whatever, and he was not cleared by the FIA to race. So what they did, they called in Nick DeFries as an emergency sub, like the day of qualifying to drive for them. Mm-hmm. And he did a monumental effort at the Italian Grand Prix. I think I mentioned that. I don't know if I did, so I'm going to say it again. And scored points. And what was really funny about it is that the uh, the other driver that was with Williams at the time, uh, Nicholas Latifi, was then 21st in a 20-driver championship. That's funny. Yes. He was below the emergency sub that hopped in a car without you know, extensive practice and drove it to get points. That's, yeah. That's why he's known as Nicholas Goatee. Yeah, he's the goat, but unfortunately he's not driving anymore. Maybe fortunately for Williams. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> that, that, that'll be interesting to see how that goes through. But yeah, Nick DeFries, I think he's a driver to watch. I would not be surprised if he actually scores more points than Yuki Sonoda. I think that's that'll be something to watch for. Uh, another rookie who made... Quite the stir in the in the silly season that was the transfer period. Mm -hmm. uh, transfer period. It's not really a transfer period, <laughs> but whatever. Oscar Piastri. Bro he's Fabrizio Romano. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here we go. Uh, yeah, Oscar Piastri 
who was formerly part of Alpine Drivers Academy, uh, Alpine announced that he would be driving for them in Formula One next year. Uh, last year, announced that he'd be driving for them this year. Mm-hmm. He made probably the most famous tweet in F1 history now, the, to the point where it extended past the boundaries of F1, and other sports started making joke tweets from it. State basically stating, no, he, uh, they did this without his permission, and he will not be driving for Alpine next year. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Which caused a bunch of waves, and one thing led to another. There are some shitty dealings by McLaren and Alpine. Turns out neither of them are good. Who would have guessed? <laughs> and now Daniel Ricciardo, as a result, is now a reserve driver for Red Bull, and Oscar Piastri is now driving for McLaren in his spade. In his spade, in his space. Yeah. And can I be honest? If it wasn't evident before that the team principal has a type, he definitely does. Uh, I'm not going to pull it up right now, but both Oscar Piastri and Lando Norris look scarily similar. (laughs) And they are both from the Australia-New Zealand region. Oh, wow. So (laughs) take that what you will. Uh, uh, It's kind of funny to think about how in that entire course of events, Oscar Piastri like publicly shamed Alpine and he made them look like fools. But in the modern, in the modern day, no, today, he uh, it turns out McLaren is actually a shitty car, and Alpine kind of has a rocket low key. <laughs> so who really won at the end of the day? Still Piastri, but <laughs> it'll be. Oh God, I'm I'm saying the same phrases again. It'll be. It'll be a an interesting development to watch. It will be interesting to watch. I'm not going to say that phrase for the rest of the episode. I'll hold you to that. Okay. Ah, uh, boy. That's... And with that, the episode is over. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. we got a few more things to go through. Uh, so, Piastri. I just talked about that. Yep. I think that's the last of the rookies. Uh, yep. Returning back, uh, Nico Hulkenberg for Haas. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he's he's an experienced driver. Uh, he's driven for several teams before, so he's not new to the sport. He didn't have a spot last year or the year before, I think. I don't r- really recall. Uh, it'll be <sighs> okay. Give me a second. Let me think about it. He is there as a result of Mick Schumacher not getting a renewed contract by Haas F1 team. Yeah. He's he's basically his replacement. And so there's a lot of debate, and apparently in the new season of Drive to Survive, there's a little more insight on the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But from my perspective, the whole thing was Mick Schumacher was expensive. Not in the fact that he was a good driver, so they'd pay a lot to keep him, but he smashed the car into several walls and it made the team, it was very costly. I mean, at one point, the car was, like, in half during, like, the Monaco Grand Prix. It was, wow. you know, it was very costly, especially for a bottom table team like Haas. They can't really afford to keep having that happen. So they called in, not not called in, but they ended up signing Nico Hulkenberg, who's always been a what-if driver, I mm-hmm. guess. He's on the older side. He's never, I don't think he's won a race He's never really lived up to the potential that he's been able to show that he can get to. Yeah. Very unlucky, historically. Uh, and he's had some drama in the past with his now teammate, Kevin Magnuson. There's this famous clip of them 
in an interview where Hulkenberg calls Magnuson the most unsportsmanlike driver on the grid. And then Magnuson retorts with, uh, suck my balls, mate. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's a famous clip. Thanks, Strider, to survive for bringing that to light. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, I don't know if Hulkenberg will be able to succeed in the way that we all know he can succeed. But if both he and Magnuson can put up good performances, that'll be really good for the now MoneyGram Haas F1 team. I'm going to mm. have to start getting used to saying their full name. Don't. Why? Why would you? Because it's the proper title? Just say Haas. Okay. Okay. Whatever. Whatever. You know what? <laughs> I, I'm i I'm thinking of where else to go because I had more things I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. I think on in terms of like drivers and things to watch for, that's pretty much it. Yeah. So in summary, teams to watch for, Red Bull, Ferrari, how are they going to fare? Aston Martin. Uh, is McLaren really the shit can that they've been saying that they are? And in terms of drivers, uh, Oscar Piastri, mm-hmm. Nick DeFries, Nico Hulkenberg. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. All right, moving on to just general news. I know this is, episode's kind of rambly on my end. My bad, but... Don't worry about it. We'll be able to talk more because we will definitely watch the entire race, right? When is it? Uh, I think it's like morning on Sunday in our time. It's on ESPN. So you'll, I believe you'll be able to watch it. Okay. Are you going to be back from uh, Newport? I'm, I'm probably going to watch it at Newport. Honestly. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to, yeah, it it doesn't matter, but they'll publish highlights anyway. So you'll be able to watch that. So you can talk about this with me next week. Uh, wow. Wow. My throat is very dry. Do you want some water? No. I'm afraid you're going to spill it over the control board. This wasn't an invitation. Yeah, he pretended to spill it all over the control board. (laughs) Yeah, so funny. Uh, In terms of just general news, uh, there were rumors floating around for a while that the AlphaTauri F1 team slot could be sold. Okay. Those rumors have since been quelled by management. So whether you want to believe them or not, I wouldn't believe them because guess what? Last year there were heavy rumors that the then principal of Ferrari, Mattia Benotto, was n- was going to be removed. Mm-hmm. Ferrari said no, and then guess what happened? What happened? He got removed. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's PR, you know. They say the support social admins. They have to say what they're told to say. So. This was a statement from their manager, I believe, or one of their higher execs. Uh, I believe the current plan is for them to move their factories to England okay. or London. I don't know exactly where, but honestly, to me, it's just like, why don't you just split the factory that you, Red Bull uses? I mean, you're owned by the same company. You are the sister team, no matter how much you say, oh, no, no, we're not. No, you, AlphaTauri is Red Bull's fashion brand. Yeah. And before you were AlphaTauri, you were Toro Rosso, which guess what that translates to? What does it translate to? Guess. No. Why? (laughs) Why are you like this? It translates to Red Bull. From Italian. So, no matter how much you say it's not, it is your sister team. Personally, I was really happy when I heard the news that it could be sold because I'm like, wow, you mean we 
we can have a variety of teams? You mean Red Bull won't have an unfair advantage? N- no, it doesn't mean that anymore. Because oh. potentially it was a way for the Andretti F1 team to mm-hmm. become a reality, but currently that's been sidelined still. God, I hate F1 companies so much. <laughs> they're, they're awful. These racing teams, they like, I need the money. No, you don't. You don't. But yep. then how are they going to build the cars that inevi- inevitably get destroyed? Uh, that's for them to figure out. I'm not a businessman. I might be a business major, but I'm not a businessman. Mm-hmm. You, you're almost, you're on the path to becoming a businessman. Not if I don't go down that path and instead I focus on data. Ah, ah, ah. Maybe that's what I will do. I don't know. I'm still figuring that out. Okay. That's a discussion for another <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Yeah, Alphatari probably not going to be sold to all my disappointments. Yeah. Uh, Alpine has decided to bring some new upgrades for this race already. Uh, Mercedes is bringing a new rear wing to that's well, more well, more well suited or better well suited. My God. (laughs) I'm like half joking, half genuinely upset with my inability to speak today. It's okay. (laughs) <laughs> we'll, we'll edit it in post. Definitely. We are not going to edit anything. We are not editors. The whole joke is that, guess what? <laughs> we upload raw footage. Exactly. <laughs> uh, stop saying uh challenge as well. <laughs> I'll like flick you or something every time you say uh. That's going to go really well. I'm going to be sore tomorrow if you do that. That's true. Okay. Maybe I'll like give you a tap on the leg. <laughs> no. I think that's about it, though, honestly, in terms of everything. Uh, (laughs) There was a there's probably some more news that I that wasn't I that wasn't. No, you said earlier. This was a bad idea. Run it back. Roll the tape. No, don't. (laughs) I think that's about it. Probably some news that I forgot because there's a lot of stuff that happened. I should start taking notes. But then again, what's authenticity in the face of preparedness? the other way around let's just end the episode okay yeah you know all right thank you for joining us thank you for joining my rambling session i guess this was yep. i mean you've had one you had a ramble episode i've had multiple ramble so episodes I, so it's only fair that you get yours oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so some closing statements do you have anything to say um let's see oh yeah i said um that's a good catch thank you I just want to say that uh, MLS is back and the first match week passed and I'm just really looking forward to LAFC's home opener against the Portland Timbers this Saturday, I believe, Mm -hmm. where the ring ceremony will be presented and the championship banner will be unveiled. I see. And on my end... Yeah, I just hope my teams don't suck. Ferrari, please don't. No matter what Ferrari does, I'm going to be scared. Because if they do bad, that means, oh, no, the SF23 is actually just a bad car yeah. for Ferrari. Or they're going to do well. And I'll be like, oh, no, it's going to be like last season. <laughs> so if I had to make a wish, Carlos Sainz, win this race. Please, please. Go, we go, will go all Carlos. be rooting for Carlos Sainz. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. That's this episode. I'll see you, you guys, guys next time. Bye. Bye.